an integral part of covering the nation's more than 46 million uninsured that has been discussed by President Barack Obama and key members of Congress in Washington is the so-called insurance exchange. So what is an insurance exchange and exactly how would that work? You're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me is Dr. Linda Blumberg. Dr. Blumberg is an economist and senior fellow at the Urban Institute's Health Policy Center. She is an expert on private health insurance, healthcare financing, and health system reform. Her work is also global. For most of 2006, she was in New Zealand as an Ian Axford Fellow in Public Policy, where she studied the effect of having private health insurance on the use of public health services in New Zealand. Her work also includes past efforts in the United States as a health policy advisor to the Clinton administration in its initial health reform effort from August 1993 through October 1994. She joins us today from her offices in Washington, D.C. Linda Blumberg, please welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Well, thanks for having me here. Well, so I cover the healthcare industry and health reform for years, and even I have difficulty with the insurance exchange concept. So I know you've studied this extensively and its efforts in a couple of states such as Massachusetts. So give our listeners an idea of we can start with Massachusetts and how that works, or we can go right into the Obama plan. Well, a health insurance exchange is essentially a mechanism for organizing and structuring a health insurance market big problem we have today is that private health insurance markets really aren't very well organized, and the way that they run varies a great deal from state to state. So the idea is to try to use a health insurance exchange to implement the goals of health care reform. Massachusetts is a state that has a great example of one way of doing a health insurance exchange. They call it the connector, and the connector contracts with private health insurance plans in order to provide coverage to individuals and small businesses, and then they also have a portion that provides coverage to people who are low income and need financial assistance in obtaining coverage. And so with the connector, what exactly does that do? Does this allow price breaks they wouldn't receive normally, or how does it work for the patient? Well, there's two components of the connector, and not all health insurance exchanges need to work this way, but that's the way they decided to do it in Massachusetts. One portion is strictly for those who are adults who are under 300% of the federal poverty level. So they're low income enough that the state has decided they need financial assistance in order to obtain health insurance coverage. So those individuals can go to the connector. That part of the program is called Commonwealth Care. And they can enroll in private managed care plans with quite comprehensive benefit packages and services provided to them at rates that are lower than they would be able to obtain obtain privately. So they get financial assistance from the state to enroll in those plans. And then the connector also has a, a component that's called Commonwealth Choice, where individuals who are higher income can go and purchase coverage that is contracted to the exchange, and they are paying market rates But those plans are providing coverage that is consistent with the standards that are set for the reform by the state. They satisfy the individual requirement that everybody has coverage and the type of coverage that they need to have at a minimum. 
and those plans are guaranteed to follow all of the rules of non-discrimination against people with pre-existing conditions. They provide a lot of extra information to help individuals decide what plan they want to obtain. Um, there's no issues regarding whether or not an individual is going to be able to obtain coverage if they have a pre-existing health condition. So it's a, a structured place for people to go shop and obtain coverage, either at subsidized or unsubsidized rates. Yeah, that's a great point in that essentially what is being done is that, as you describe in some of your materials that you've authored, an organized marketplace for the purchase of health insurance. And so basically, private plans that people would not be able to afford coverage generally participate. Now, how do they get them to participate? The plans participate because there is going to be a good number of individuals that are coming there to seek coverage. So they have the risk pool that they so desire. Exactly. They have the covered lives there. Those are the individuals who are seeking care, who have maybe struggled to obtain coverage outside in kind of the wild, wild west of the non-group health insurance markets, depending upon what state they live in and what the rules are for health insurance there. This is a place that makes shopping easier, that is going to provide good comparative information to consumers about the benefits and costs of the different plan options that are available, and that the individual knows that those plans are being monitored to make sure that they are complying with rules that the federal government or the state has laid out for making sure that the insurers are behaving according to the guidelines of reform. And also, when you bring up the idea of behavior, and we have a large physician listenership, how does this work for the physicians? Do they get anything out of this they wouldn't normally get? Um, are there any sort of you know, new guidelines that are set up? How do the physicians work with this? Well, essentially, the exchange is interacting directly with health insurance plans. So it doesn't really change the relationship between the health insurance plans and the providers. So the physicians and the hospitals would contract with insurers, either as participating providers or not, just as they do today. And then it's the insurer's decision whether they're going to participate in the exchange. Under federal reform, it may very well be that the only place to obtain coverage as an individual purchaser, say if your employer doesn't offer health insurance coverage to you, they may very well make the exchange the exclusive source of providing health insurance coverage to individuals. And if they do that, then any plan that wants to continue in business would have to participate in the exchange. So then the providers would continue their relationships with insurers just as they do today, but the plans would have to enter into contracts with the exchange. Well, if you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune. And joining me today is Linda Blumberg. She's an economist and senior fellow in the Urban Institute's Health Policy Center. She joins us from Washington, and we're talking about insurance exchanges. You've probably heard President Obama talk about this. Members of Congress talk about this. Difficult to understand, a little complicated, but these exist. People are getting benefits from these in Massachusetts and I believe Utah and potentially other states and potentially with the federal health reform plan. Now, Dr. Bloomberg, tell me, is there a lot of misinformation about these? I think there's probably a lack of understanding about them. They actually have gotten, I think, a lot less attention 
in the reform conversation than I think they deserve because I think exchanges are very important mechanisms for making sure that discrimination based on health status and healthcare risk is eliminated, that they can play a role in cost containment potentially. They're very effective mechanisms for delivering subsidies that low-income people may need in order to afford coverage to make enrollment and plans easier and to ensure that we've got transparency and accountability in our insurance plans. And I think that, you know, a lot of the focus of the debate of late has been on the public plan option, which could be one option that's offered within the exchange. But the exchange itself, I think, plays a very big role with or without a public plan option in kind of a mechanism for taming, if you will, the insurance markets. Because right now, there's just such a variability on what the insurance market rules are, how people of different health care risk are treated depending upon where they live. And there's not a lot of oversight of how insurance plans operate. And I think the exchange could really improve how health insurance markets work. And I know there's also been a lot of talk about costs, and I want to ask you about the Massachusetts experience because it's not really what people say it is on, on the escalating costs. But when you're talking about providing an exchange that hooks up small insurance companies, generally the individual plans that people buy and the small group plans, those tend to be the most expensive. So this would seem to work to alleviate those costs. Is that There should be some impact, particularly through two avenues, I think, is the potential for impact on costs within the exchange. The first one is on administrative costs. And we know that in terms of administrative costs, that when there's the group or an individual is purchasing small plans and the businesses are small, that we're talking about very high administrative costs. They could be 40% of the benefits that are being provided when you look at the premium, could be going to pay for administrative costs of the plans. And part of that is that there's underwriting and kind of assessing individuals and small groups for the health experience of either the individual or the members of that group in order to determine a price. And that would be eliminated, we expect, under reform. But also marketing costs, for example. So If I have to sell my insurance plan person by person or small group by small group, it's a lot more costly than if I take in a whole huge number of people in a big employer setting. So in the sense with the insurance company, it's going to lower some of their costs. That's right. It should lower their costs both as a process of the reform that is going to eliminate the discrimination based on health status, but also the health insurance exchange could internalize some of the marketing costs that each plan is doing person by person and implement it at a higher level with the big group of individuals that would be coming in through the exchange. And in Massachusetts, has that been the experience? And if you can just give me some general thoughts on the experience, you know, I consider you an independent observer here. One of the sources of savings within the exchange, and this is related to marketing, is a much lower commissions having to be paid to health insurance agents. So that because a lot of individuals are coming into the exchange to get their coverage directly, and that it's a lot easier to enroll people and a lot more efficient to enroll people that way. The expenses associated with the commissions for agents have gone down considerably. There's also the issue of over time, what we're hoping from all these exchanges is that when individuals can compare with good information on standard benefit packages across plans, what their different options are from different carriers, 
that they'll become more effective consumers and they'll the mere fact that all the information is there available to them for comparison's sake will help drive costs down from the plants. Well, let's just say even if there is no federal health care reform, this idea of an insurance exchange has gotten some mojo in both Massachusetts, which is considered a more liberal state, and also Utah. Could you tell us a little bit about the landscape out there in states? I mean, this is gaining a little momentum now, isn't it? I think that there definitely is some momentum to look at them. The difficulty is when you try to do an exchange situation and you don't have the same kind of insurance rules outside the exchange as inside the exchange. One of the big problems is risk segmentation in our current insurance markets. So if we allow insurers outside the exchange to deny coverage to people based on their health status or to charge them different premiums if they're sick versus healthy, but inside the exchange we make everything even so everybody's treated equally, then the problem is that we then attract a lot of sick people into the exchange and it would become very expensive. Mm -hmm. The other thing about the exchange is that giving it a critical mass of people in order to attract the insurers is very important. And if we don't provide subsidies, financial assistance for buying coverage through the exchange, that we're going to get fewer people coming in. So we've got to worry about two things, both making sure that insurance market rules are the same both inside and outside an exchange so that we don't have a big adverse selection problem that results and makes the exchange too expensive. And then we've also got to make sure that we get enough people in there to give it some power in the marketplace for attracting insurers and for potentially negotiating premiums down. And without the subsidies available in the exchange to do that, it becomes a more difficult enterprise to accomplish successfully. And is there a mandate, like the insurance industry wants a federal reform? I mean, are people required to participate? That people are required to participate in Massachusetts. They're the only individual mandate in the country. And under the reform, ostensibly at least the conversations and the proposals that have come forward at the national level, a mandate would be there as well. That also brings in a lot more people, gives you more heft to the exchange, and allows you to do more with it. Well, with that, I would like to thank Linda Blumberg, who has been our guest. She is a senior fellow and economist with the Urban Institute's Health Policy Center. And we've been talking about the whole idea of covering more Americans through private health insurance exchanges. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host, and you've been listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD, online, on demand, and on the air. Please listen to us at ReachMD.com, and I would like to thank you for listening.